Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podcast Rangers, a Power Rangers podcast where two adult friends are going to talk all things Power Rangers from 90s to now, comics to toys, and whether you've seen one episode or 100 episodes or just one episode 100 times, all are welcome to join in on the discussion. Well, let's just go ahead and we'll get this episode started. everybody and welcome to the show i always feel so weird doing the hello at the beginning and then hello after the intro but i'm saying it again hello 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 i believe that is 13 hellos i've said now so uh welcome welcome listeners welcome ken hello thank you for welcoming me even though you said you set this recording up so really technically i am your guest right now but i i i will say Thank you for being thank you for being such a gracious host to me. Um, so we are here today to talk about Power Rangers Dino Fury. We have two episodes of this that have premiered at the time of recording this. We were originally going to do an episode right after the first the premiere episode, but I I I just second guessed myself and I said let's wait let's give it a let's give it let's give it part two just in case even though it wasn't technically a technically a to be continued also i find that a lot of uh power ranger fans either they go one way or another right away in that first episode and i'm like back in the day a lot of times i felt like premieres used to be two-parters a lot of the time i guess not not always Mm -hmm. but uh like in space i think is only one episode but it continued on from like a big grand finale two-parter so that was when it was still in continuity but 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 either way, you don't you don't always get everything in the first episode. You don't always get the Zords and some of the battling and the morphing. So I li- I like to wait to see like morphing calls and things like that. And 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 boy, am I glad we waited. Ken, how do you want to dive in? You got notes today? Um, yeah, I have notes. I don't have notes on the kind of entire plot of the episodes because I was just going through and like jotting down things that I enjoyed or thought was interesting, things like that. Um, well, let's let's. Uh, how about we do it like this? Let's just start it like we are. We're watching the episode essentially, right? So, so let's talk first about. Um, I think we, you and I, already spoke about it in our uh, last episode. The after the fan first Friday, we got to see and hear the new theme song and the opening. Clearly, the opening is very mm-hmm. uh, constricted in terms of what it's showing right now because it's trying not to spoil anything. I believe so. They're they're leaving a lot of space for where two other Power Rangers are going to end up going. Um, and uh well at least two but uh so we already kind of spoke about that but let's just for anybody who might not have listened to that episode i i enjoyed the uh the theme song what do you 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 said you liked it too right i like the 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 theme song a lot um i think the kids would say it slaps is what they say it's Uh, a bop (laughs) yeah yeah that's how old are we uh no it's it's really good 72 uh it's very good i think it's just the right kind of mix of classic power rangers theme song obviously uh with a lot of like new kind of elements to it but there's also like the bridge kind of thing that happens uh where they just start to sing like really really fast and it's like i don't know that's uh, that sort of stuff gets me like even when it's just normal music like when they kind of have that it's just like 
I was uh, running the other day and I have uh, a, a playlist that has all the like theme songs in of Power Rangers in it. And I kind of just put it on shuffle. And it's funny how even some of my like not favorite seasons of Power Rangers might still have like a real a banger. That's another young kid mm-hmm. term, I believe. But um, but how 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 iconic the Power Rangers theme songs have always been. And I'm not just talking about Go Go Power Rangers, which is still just as iconic. I don't want people rolling their eyes and groaning. You can't, you can't not acknowledge it. But I was thinking uh, when I was running, I was like, you know, the Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue theme song is is pretty good. It's got that like that that weird like dip and then a cres- like it crescendos in it where it's like, uh power rangers lights be right and i'm like oh, okay mm-hmm. um and i like the lost galaxy theme and uh this one's good i wish it was longer it's it takes that beast morphers route of being just about like i want to say 30 seconds it's very quick very to the point um which is also fine i'm just hoping someday maybe if we would get released some music i'd love what they did with like dino charge and just release a little bit of an extended cut of it because that dino charge uh theme song is also fantastic then we dive right into the show and much to my excitement, the Power Rangers this season are not in high school. They are just young adults. I am thrilled by it. We knew this kind of ahead of time because they had released some character descriptions. But um, it, the the first episode opens up with Amelia. We meet our Pink Ranger. And she is arriving at her job at Buzz Blast. And it's very clear what kind of person, uh, what kind of uh, intrigues her because she pulls up on her little scooter and it has like uh, all these like stickers of like the Loch Ness Monster and ghosts and Bigfoot on it. And yeah. yeah. And and then she goes into what I assume will be basically um, their version of like the gym or juice bar or whatever, like one of the central locations throughout the show. And, and we also meet uh, Amelia's boss, who is this kind of really um, uh, fast paced, uh, hard uh, uh, workaholic centric. Yeah. Um, woman who uh, doesn't seem mean or anything yet. So there, you know, it's just, but, um, you know, there's a whole thing like what's a weekend, you know? And, and so it's, it's clearly, she's just lost in the whole thing because buzz blast is obviously a play on buzzfeed. So it is this whole social media company, which actually I was like, okay, this is kind of the first time I feel like we're really acknowledging social media and this breath in the Power Rangers universe, at least to what I'm aware and of. And I but. think that continues on to the, in the second episode too, which yes. we'll get to, but they definitely yeah. like bring in that stuff. What did you think of the set design for, for the buzz blast area? Um, I thought it was neat. Like it, it felt natural. Like I feel as though yeah. a lot of the times when we get these central locations for the different shows, uh, sometimes they just seem unnatural. They seem very much like a set. Uh, mm-hmm. This seems like it could very well be one of those kind of yeah contemporary oh. workspaces or like yeah. maybe like a few years ago like the we work sort of like setup of you know this is just real estate where we're going to do this new contemporary thing that's literally so. that's that's how it read to me while i was watching it too because it, it's not like they're the whole building they're just kind of this one uh when i re this here it, it's this this one like space in it like you said like a co-op building of of sorts and that's basically what it seems like too they've got a welcome desk you know with some they've got uh they're like filming location they've got a workspace for all these other people and a couple of these multi-level offices which i i actually love that i love that it gives it that kind of sense of depth to it because i feel like of lately like 
mm-hmm. Beast Morphers. It was just kind of the juice bar. And I was like, eh. I liked their base in Beast Morphers, though, a lot. But um, the thing that really surprised me, actually, while watching this set is how ma- I don't know about you, but when I was watching this, when Amelia walks in, there are so many people inside of this building where I was like, how are they doing this right now? Like, how are they filming this? And I was like, oh, yeah, New Zealand. They are definitely way better and under yeah, control. No, they are. are so. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Um, and what's great about this scene, too, is it, it adds it's an I feel like it was a really good um, a really good introduction into Amelia and her work life and what she likes, because it, it does show her like it shows her in action, like the boss being like. I don't want to really do this type of story that you're interested in. Aren't you supposed to do like this glow in the dark lip, lip, lip gloss or lipstick formations? I already did it. And it like cuts her on the TV. And I was like, okay, that's cute. Like, I like that. She's just kind of trying to make her own, you know, trying to find her own, her passion in the work. Right. Um, so she, she heads out to the forest where I cannot remember what it's called, but she is like, <laughs> I mean, I remember the dinosaur area is called Dino Henge, but I don't know if that's where she's it's, intended. What is it? Going. It's yeah, Dino Henge is the thing that because that's the name go of the ep- Dino Henge. I was just like, yes, yeah, Des- Destination Dino Henge is the name of the episode, so that's why. Um, but she goes out there and she is looking for ghosts. This is the part where I'm like, okay, this is definitely leaning into like. Sometimes I want to be like. <sighs> It the scene plays out and it's cute, so I don't really have that big of a problem with it. But I want to be like Amelia, sweetheart, you're gonna shoot a net to catch a ghost. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen an episode of Scooby Doo, but well, actually, I guess that would work on Scooby Doo because the ghosts are never real, right? So, yeah, the ghosts sometimes. are always real. Yeah, wait, are they not no, real not. ghosts? They're real. They're people. real. Okay, I was like, okay, but um, so she's got this like electrified they're net tangible thing, is what I mean. Her. Yes, okay, because that's where I was like, are you neither confirming nor denying that ghosts are in of existence? I am confused. <laughs> but this does lead to a really fun introduction of the Blue Ranger because she gets startled and, and basically blasts him with her net and then electrocutes him. Uh, and then so we meet we meet Ollie, mm-hmm. um, who is out here in this area with his mother, whose name I cannot remember right now. Um, but they are, what are they looking for? I forgot she's not looking for ghosts no but they are there she's, to specifically think, investigate Sto- uh, dino henge yes they're researching kind of the history to c- try to figure out like where this stuff originated and kind of how far back does this actually date because the idea of like the america stonehenge sort of thing or like stonehenge in general is you know when and how long ago did it start existing but i think that's what there's there for yeah, and then we then we meet another character who, who ends up becoming recurring. I'm assuming his last name is Garcia, which is the last name of future Power Rangers, I believe, as we know right now. So, mm. um, so he shows up, busts them, is like, "You don't have a permit. Nobody is supposed to be out here." So the mom walks away, and Ollie and Amelia are left to kind of pick up the equipment. I thought it was actually really subtle, nice thing because Amelia just starts helping him, and they're just like being friends because Ollie is new, I believe in in the in the area um and then that's when void knight shows up right this purple purple guy kind of yep. looks like a knight with power ranger also can you jump in you you tell me when you have any notes about any of this stuff either well i mean like er, this early on like it's mostly just the chemistry between ollie and amelia are kind of my standouts mm-hmm. i so often we talk about how we're we're not 
enthusiastic about certain rangers just because they just seem like they're playing a color uh, and you don't get any actual like character development. I think the idea of like the history with what Amelia is like into, what she's interested in, and kind of how she plays into that is really neat. Um, but yeah. I-, I just have Void Knight's design or aesthetic is totally legit written down. Yeah, it, it, I had seen a picture of him before, obviously, um, and I'd seen it uh, like visuals from the Sentai before, and I was like, oh, I'm I. I don't know. From the Sentai, I assumed he was another Power Ranger, I guess, because his That's design what I is thought similar. maybe like sixth Ranger sort of thing. Like I was yeah. leading up to it. I think when I saw him, I was like, okay, he's just going to join the team later, like almost like a Robo Knight sort of thing or something like that. So when he starts off within the first like 10 minutes of the episode and he's up to stuff, I was just like, all right, this is great. I'm in like we're getting a, a definite like villain that we can follow or maybe like a dark ranger that we can follow um yeah there, he definitely has a mystery too that they are hinting at during this which is really kind of cool there's a lot of there's a lot of hints and little things that have been dropped along the way which are really cool but i completely agree with you about the the chemistry between uh ollie and amelia is really good um and I did, re- I think Void Knight being here and then he blasts a hole in the ground and they find out there's this like structure that's underneath Dino Henge and they walk into essentially what's going to be their base for this season. And uh, we find Void Knight looking for Sporex, Sporex, and uh, he finds Solana. I thought it was Spore Eggs. No, it's it's an X. It's not S- S- X. Spore X. Sporex. S-P-O-R-I-X, I believe is what it is. Spore eggs. It Spore-ics. does look like spore eggs, though. Yeah, it's, it's basically it is the beast X. It is the Morphex of this season, though. There's no question about that. Yeah, because um, he's he's searching um, for that. At, speaking... uh, wait, go ahead. What? In I didn't enter. Well, didn't no, enter the that, dinosaur yet. You're so leading you're right into dinosaur. like the next bit. Okay, because I was going to say. Well, you and, started and to he, say the name. Well, he was he was looking for Salon, or he's not looking for Salon. He's looking for Sporex, and then he uncovers Salon in a chamber, trying to wake up a Red Ranger because he is intruding, and so she's trying to wake up Zato, and he basically attacks uh, this old dinosaur, who I am immediately in love with. Uh, I love the design. I like the voice. I like that it's a female voice, to be honest with you, because I feel like so oftentimes, like I don't know that Salon is officially their mentor or not. But so often the mentor is a man, and it's nice to have more female representation. Yes, even in dinosaur well, form. Also, like the that leads into the kind of uh, things that they're hinting at because I feel like there is some sort of history between the, and they they're not clearly spelling out what the history is between the Void Knight and her. So no, I don't think they know each other. I don't think they actually know each other. Okay, so um, I'll keep going just because uh, it's it's Zato that brings this up. That that's why I don't think they know each other. Um, okay. So uh, um, you know, Ollie and Amelia immediately kind of. This is what I love too. There's a lot of these understated demonstration moments of the character of the char- of the characters of the actual characters, like their integrity and stuff. They they jump out to try and save her and help her, and um, you know and. Uh, she what I think is really cool is the basically the putty patrollers of this season. I don't know. I don't know what they're actually called. The gatekeepers or something like that. Like uh, those are good guys turn bad guys, which are cool because she yeah. throws them the dino key to put into the saber that Ollie used to stop 
Void Knight from attacking her, and he grabs it and uses it to reprogram them. And I'm like, okay, that's really cool. That's a really cool take on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they Amelia I really grabs. Yeah, I, I also I really love uh, when they hit them, they blow up. <laughs> um, Amelia like grabs I have a very Michael Bay appreciation. Oh, I was I was thinking they remind me of like the Z putties or um, uh, the like ooze warriors in the movie or something like that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, then Ollie and Amelia have grabbed the the swords off the wall, their sabers, and they uh, morphers show up and they become then they are tossed these keys from Salon and they become Power Rangers and then they fight off these these bad guys and. Uh, you know they they keep fighting and uh, Void Knight finds the Sporex inside Void. of the the this thing and uh, luckily it's like a rubber Salon... tote. Yeah. Also, I actually think I really like what it looks like though. I think it all everything everything about the aesthetic thus far in the episode has spoken to me in such a uh, like I love the color palette. <laughs> I love the design. I I do like what the Sporex lo- looks like. Um, I love seeing these suits in the American footage. It looks amazing to me. Um, so they're they're trying to stop Void Knight from taking all the Sporex, and in that process, they accidentally like it, the case gets uh, opened, and all the Sporex get released. And uh, so, uh, what's what's interesting to me is like they're both sides are after something that that feels very operation overdrive to me where it was like the bad guys and the good guys were both after like the corona aurora like the jewels so it's like mm-hmm. it, it you know what i mean like it's it's kind of interesting but zato also says when he sees um when he sees void knight he says where did you get that armor so he doesn't i don't think he knows who it is uh, but yeah I, I think the guy i think you're right though i think void knight might know who he is so I, there is a chance Unless that it's one of those things where Ken, if he's what if he is the six well, ranger, but he's just a bad guy right now. And so when he's a good guy, he gets the other six ranger outfit. I don't know. I don't I mean, know. He might anyway. be my thing. I was, I was saying like, maybe Zeta was saying, where did you get that armor? Because he thinks he knows who should be in that armor. And the person who should be in that armor shouldn't be doing bad stuff but void knight oh. is actually that person or that creature in that okay. armor and there's a reason maybe he hasn't been in stasis for you know yeah i, I oh so zato's been in stasis for 65 million years um and uh i void knight obviously not as long, i don't think stasis at all so who knows but uh so one of the sporex gets released it becomes this like horse looking monster i forgot what its name is he has a horse for his chest yeah and And he speaks uh, with a southern accent and uh horse something with a horn it's like horn because he's got a horn i forget what it was but um so they teleport away the rangers meet zato he tells them uh they have their communicators that they have which i love the communicator design is this where he essentially addresses both of them and he essentially is reading like an actor call sheet for them there's a point where he's like addressing them and he goes i know who you are you're amelia headstrong blah blah, blah. oh and yes yes yeah he he's does essentially he reading is... the call sheet for the actors yeah. when they go in yeah what's really interesting about this character is he is both 
mentor and ranger himself. Mm-hmm. It's very like Andros. Andros. That's kind of like how Andros was. Yeah. I, I will tell you, there are a lot of elements being pulled from other seasons of Power Rangers that are being worked into this flawlessly. That is really fascinating to me. But yeah. um, he tells a backstory about how on his planet, Rafcon, uh, the Sporks, like, basically were there and they essentially destroyed the planet. They, like, uh, become these monsters and whatever. And then they headed to Earth and him and the other knights were the only people that... Um, could stop it so they came down and there was some pretty cool fight scenes with some dinosaurs in it he rides a dinosaur at one point the the big the big moment here the big twist in this episode is that the morphin masters show up right okay so those are mm-hmm. that's a that's an idea from the comic book um that so that is yeah. this show pulling in that element but... yeah they do look different right because i was like what um also, when you watch this, the but assuming Masters, that they change their they change their appearance around whoever is like whatever is present, whatever being. But so they zap mm-hmm. the six dinosaurs, and then those dinosaurs' essence are then create Power Rangers, like these six Power Rangers. These six Power Rangers, you heard me right, because if you look, you can see the Gold Ranger. Also, the uh, the Green Ranger is the Green Ranger not wearing a she skirt got a skirt. She got a skirt. Yeah. That's fascinating to me because we know the one coming up is not going to have one. So I'm, I'm, that'll be a fun, like acknowledgement of that. Um, also mm-hmm. they show the Rangers, all the Rangers in front of their Zords in their like power up mode and everything like that. So that was a, that was a bold choice. It was kind of cool that they were like, yeah, all this happened before. So we're going to show you everything that we had before. And then basically he's like, okay, we've got a lot of work to do. We've got to, we've got to find all the sporks because they're everywhere. They're just spread out all over the city. Right. I think it was, I think it was a really solid start to the first episode. I agree. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. It's one of those things where sometimes episodes of Power Rangers can feel longer than they are. Like you're talking like Mm -hmm. 22 minutes. Both of these episodes, I feel like, just went so quick, and by the time they were done, I was just like, oh, man, like, I could have gone for more of this. That's the hardest part, Uh, being like, gotta wait another week. mm -hmm. In terms of, like, the... We talked about Amelia and Ollie a bit, but I think, like, Zato, um, we're gonna get more of him in the second episode, just obviously because he's in more of it, but uh, I was very apprehensive about how I felt uh, just in terms of like the acting in comparison to the other two, especially because of that read on the characters. And but I let's talk about the second episode, because I think like yeah. I changed my my thoughts on that. Yeah. And I, I think I think you're going to say something that I also feel similar to on as well. Um, but uh, I do want to talk about something that is very present in both the first and second episode, and that is the score. They have a new person doing the music, I believe. Uh, the, I, I don't remember Noel Campbell. Is that the name of the guy who did it before? But, um, there is a person now, Bert Sellen, um, who's doing the music and the score for this show is so good. Like it is, it is now two episodes and uh, I am blown away by how good it is because ever since Power Rangers kind of stopped doing the actual songs in the background, like they used to do very in the earlier seasons, like in space and before, um, Mm -hmm. it's gotten into that very orchestral, like big moments. And this is such a like move into the modern era, like at the same time being feeling like, uh, 
I don't want to say nostalgic, but it's got this like synth to it that I am obsessed with, that I love like so much so that this morning after I watched this episode, when I went running, I made, I listened, I like plugged into Google, uh, into Spotify where I was like, I want to listen to synth music while I run because this score, this score is, is great and even better in the second episode, which is great. So the second episode opens up and it's great because the Rangers are training and they're with Zato and they're all like learning how to morph and basically saying why the morph sequence is important. And it's fun because they like mess it up. And I, I always love when they mess it up. You know, I feel like that's a nice callback to like Ninja mm-hmm. Storm when they went to go morph the first time and they none of them got it right or, or anything. But Turbo. <sighs> That's a good move. That's one of the only good moments from that movie when Justin messes up and they're just like, Ugh. what did you think of the morph call? Cause it's it, it I was at first I was like, uh, uh, from a preview, I was like, are we not going to get it's morphin time? And it is it's morphin time connect to the morphin grid. And then something else I think they say too, but can't remember i think it's interesting that they're addressing the actual grid and i i think that leads to the idea that they've existed longer than other ranger teams up to this point yeah where the the morphin grid has just existed whereas these like this team is kind of centralized around the idea of like the kind of origins of it hence like the the morphin masters so i i think it's interesting i think it 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 makes me curious about where they're going to go with a lot of that stuff. I I do really enjoy that lean into the Morphin grid, though, because I feel mm-hmm. like for many, many years, that was kind of under the radar again, because that was always so big, so important to the original. And um, I got to say, the the second... There's a couple of weird camera moments, and everything feels both fresh, and sometimes that's good, and sometimes it's a little like, oh, it's a, a little... Uh, not off-putting, but it takes that moment for you to adjust to it. And one of those is like when he's showing the keys to them and it's this weird, like he's looking mm-hmm. directly at the camera, like essentially explaining it to us and moving the key forward. And like, um, I, I gotta say the high definition on this is he's just the like, way these are the toys so you're going to buy. Right. They are leaning into the gimmick, right? They, they didn't even show the, they didn't show the pirate keys this much, you know, the Megaforce keys or anything like that. That's what's crazy mm-hmm. to me is I'm like, okay, wow. They're really being like, look at the key child. You will find this. Um, I also have to tell you, I'm obsessed with the fact that they brought back teleporting. Finally, we have not had teleporting. Thank you. That's in my notes. That's since in space. I think, I, I mean, that we might've had teleporting. One of my notes. Then, I was but. like, but not to this extent. Like the aesthetic of the actual teleportation looks oh, like I love it. Original run, and I love the fact that they acknowledge what how teleportation works for them, and like it makes them physically ill. Yeah. Like in this, like it starts off. This show is legitimately funny. Oh like, yeah, we got it. Yeah. There are some like really good moments, right? Like the humor is pretty so is well subtle. Yeah. It's subtle specifically with those three characters. I think it just works so well. And this gets into what I was worried about with like the Zato thing. Like I, I wasn't sure how I felt about them in the first episode, but they play into the humor stuff so well in the very first part of the second episode. And I was just like, okay, no, I get it. This, this totally makes sense. Um, but yeah. there's more moments of that throughout the entire episode. So, and it's not like slapstick. It's just like 
normal it's people natural. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like when they go to do the morph, when they finally do the morph to fight the monster for the first time together and they do it right. And I love when Zato takes a second and he goes, smooth. Like and yeah. he says it and I was like, Oh, that's cute. Like that was a funny moment. And there's other like I actually like when they walk up and they're like okay he was like okay you need to not tell anyone you're power rangers and then they walk up and they're like we're looking for a outer space life form blah blah blah. and the guy's just like okay and amelia is but then amelia also technically because she's like a reporter she can always play that off being like i'm a reporter blah, blah blah i have to say the scene where the three of them interact with uh ollie's mom and the park ranger i think i like the park ranger actor a lot i think he's good like he's he was good at being really? like not the over the top like i'm the park ranger in charge it was kind of like where he's like okay i'll humor <laughs> you for a second like i'm like okay that makes me think he's going to be around the whole time too so um one of my favorite jokes in this episode is where she's describing it where they're like the spore we're looking for spore exits this whatever whatever and then he's like okay sure and then he holds up the notebook and he was like was this the vehicle it was seen in and zato just looks and goes no like so flat where he's just like, <laughs> no, like he doesn't think it's a joke because he doesn't understand the joke. And I just love that right. they didn't, they just let that be. And then it moves on. Cause I was, I legitimately was like, mm-hmm. that was really funny. That was like really well played, really well acted too. This is not far from when we get the second Sporex, right? Um, Yeah. Is because uh, one of my favorite lines from the thing happens with the second Sporex. Well, okay, so there's there is an there is something that's um I, I wanted to say is that um Ollie has found Void Knight scanner from the first episode and they had he already had a scene with mm-hmm. Salon and Zeta where they were like, No, we shouldn't combine the two things together because it could be dangerous. And he still does it anyways. He gives it to his mom and tells her to do it. Th- this is also where I'm like, but there's no way that mom isn't going to know he's a Power Ranger at some point because he's still he's speaking to her mm-hmm. so blatantly. Um, and then Zato and Amelia are at Buzz Blast. And this is where Jane is opening up her brand new Hartford Robotics J-Bot. Do you know Hartford Robotics? Mm-hmm. Uh, so what a mm-hmm. reference to Operation Overdrive. Um, being the That's Red, Red Ranger. Didn't... Oh, it's, yeah. So the, yeah. the Red Ranger and the father, the last name's Hartford. So, yeah, he's a robot boy. I got it. Pinocchio. Well, there's, there's going to be a lot of, apparently they were saying there's, they're going to try and do as many, like, it's not necessarily going to be like appearances and all that sort of stuff, but they're like, we'll reference the other shows as much as we can. Like, um, so we, as long we as it's like in the, robot. In the universe, that makes sense. Yeah. So the, so this the big deal is the robot, but then all of a sudden someone plays a video where the Sporax comes to life and this weird mushroom character who's called Mucus uh, comes alive and, and they're like, oh, also, I forgot to mention um, in the first episode, what's really great was they right away. There was no like, oh, my God, a Power Ranger. What's that? They were all like, yeah, if you've watched the news, you'll see we're going to get the Zords, too. And like, so there was very much like this show exists within a world where Power yeah. Rangers have been around and been operating. So nobody what I kind of like is no one's playing dumb to that. And nobody's like when the when the sport mm-hmm. shows up, nobody was like, oh, my gosh, that thing just became that. They're like, oh, yeah, this happens. Like, this is life. Like, I kind of like that. Here we got it's, monsters again. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, must be must be Saturday. I, I do also Amelia definitely repeatedly brings up the Zord thing like incessantly. 
to the yeah. point where she's just like, I think maybe we're finally going to get swords. Soon we're going to get I, swords. Yeah. And I think that's, that's, I, I love that too. And I love, I love how the lesson comes around that like void Knight and, uh, sees Ollie and the mom where he's setting her back up with the drone to try and check for the Sporax again. And then he has to leave because he gets, I love the beep on the watch. And then he steps aside and he's like, Oh, Amelia just called blah, blah, blah. Because I'm like, God, that is classic power Rangers right there. I love that. I love that step aside. So he teleports mm-hmm. away um, and they go to fight. And also I love their cute little first morph where they're like, we're the power Rangers. And she's like, I was going to say that. Like, I don't know. Also, we have got mm-hmm. to talk about their morph it's, sequence. It's so good. Yeah. I. It's like, that's it. That's all we have to say. Power Rangers has looked directly in the camera before when they say it's morphing time on the mm-hmm. show, they look directly at the camera and go, it's morphing yes. time. The key, the key twist and pop thing is interesting but yeah the the music when they morph is so good but then the morph itself is so cool looking i feel like like i love when they they like slap the ground that shift in the silhouettes of the dinosaurs behind them with like the the color associated with them yeah i was like "Ah, chef's kiss also what's really great is like if you watch, because th- we only see it in like a, tr- a three-way split screen, is that um, when they like they are levitated up and the things are morphing around them, like Zato looks very like, yeah, I've done this before. But Amelia, if you look at Ollie's screen, he is like, what is happening? Like he's looking around in this like stunned, amazed look, <laughs> and I I just love that like that sort of thing that they're all they're all very different. But again, yeah, I love the color palette. I love gosh these suits look so good in that high definition and i love that the, mu- the snap mucus, of the helmets yeah over that like comes over the face i really like that um Chunk. and i i love that they defeat muc uh mucus in that one one blow they're like oh okay well That's, that was easy i have that <laughs> quote written down i was like huh i did not expect that to be as easy as it was yeah that was great also i have to tell you i was looking and i'm like these helmets are almost seamless i can't see the split where the helmet opens I was looking for that for some reason, like, cause it was like spinning around them. And I was like, Oh, weird. I can't see that. But, um, and then this is our first, we're introduced kind of our first, uh, bigger fight scene because this is, I think this is molding in some footage from Japan from the Sentai in with the mm-hmm. American footage. I could be wrong, but, uh, I, I gotta say they're the, the cinematography while they're fighting, like the, the camera choreography is really interesting during this scene. Also, his power yeah. up, the stink, the stink I, power up. <laughs> They're like, Did immediately you we're getting power ups too. That's yeah. yeah. But it's we're second episode in, we're getting like, uh, like the kind of battleizer style power ups on each of the ring or yeah, on each of the rangers eventually. Yeah, each but, one gets one. Yeah, so uh, they fight this this monster. They the monsters are fighting each other because they they don't know each other. Um, mm-hmm. and they teleport away. The Rangers stop the, the minions. They go back to the command center. Ollie tells them that he, he was like, all right, well, I know you said not to do this, but I still did it anyways. And they're like, oh my God. I like, I really liked that scene because he's like, I didn't, he's like, oh, you don't think my mom is smart enough to do this. And I liked it because he was like, it's not that I think your mom isn't smart enough. It's that if void Knight finds out about it, your mom could be in danger and they teleport away. And you're like, yeah, he's right. It's not that he was mad. It was, he was, it was, another like the safety was the reason i don't know i like that and then i love when they're morphed in the woods like there's a shot of the three of them that's so good that running morph yeah 
God, these suits awesome. look so good. So then there's like a fight with a little drone thing. That's fine. It's cute. Um, and then the monster that drone takes explodes off and, immediately. Yeah, like real big to the point where I'm like, she should probably write a letter to their manufacturer about this because it should right. not have exploded that that easily. But then also they'd be like, ma'am, did you tamper and use alien technology in it? Is that why? She's like, oh, yeah, sorry. There's sorry in your uh, actually in your agreement it says you can't tamper with it. You voided yeah, the warranty. So, yeah, you basically you cut. It's the same as cutting the uh, tag off the mattress. So the monster grows he grows himself though no well before that don't we get the thing with the blue ranger and his mom prior to them going to the city oh yeah because because they're fighting they're fighting void knight and the monster in the in the dino hinge and then he walks up and she's like why do i do i have i met you before and when he's like uh ma'am he does the spider verse thing so good yeah i thought that was funny nope gosh i just that blue ranger helmet is so good um so they they go to stop the the um the monster and uh zato and uh solana start are bringing the t-rex champion zord to life which is also cool because i love that they're like yeah we have the zord it's still here we had it before i just love that it was just so matter of a fact like it's there it wasn't just like we just created this or we just did this they were just like yeah we told you the story mm-hmm. in the first episode remember we were already here there were all those zords so do you, do you we've got to like find them and figure them out like were you not paying attention like and then it's a little weird because well, Amelia's the, on the bridge that's the other thing that they mentioned well they mentioned something earlier in the episode where like he brings up the like they were like well what about the other rangers and he goes well those zords are with the the prior rangers so they're lost to us like yeah the, can't the, use the, them. it's just us yeah where yeah. the other key is like they lost it's just us for now it's, for now and i'm like oh um and that's interesting because i'm like oh i just assumed they hadn't found them yet so i wonder if that's gonna be part of the plot but so i'm assuming anytime they open a key the key is going to be directly at the camera which is weird but at the same time when people were like oh that's the toy tie-in and i was like it's not though because that's not what the toy looks like so it's yeah it would be different right because none of these have the hologram sticker they're all the japanese ones so Mm-hmm. Um, which which is fine with me. I don't, I don't, I honestly I don't mind it, but I I do like how their powers work. Anyway, so the I I have to tell you when the cha- T Rex Champion Sword shows up, I actually thought it would it looked great. Yeah, I agree. And I I asked um, my fiance. I was like, uh, is this like there's physical like yeah? No, this looks like it's there, right? It. Like it's not CGI, right? Like when he stomps down and, and growls and all the ground is going up in slow motion. I thought that looked great. Um, He's mostly there. Like there's a lot of physical effects with this stuff, which I think we've lost in so many seasons where they're just like, well, it's cheaper to do this. Like we'll have CGI Zords and we'll do this. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't care about it. Like no, I love the camera- Godzilla, Togusatsu yeah. stuff. Like give me that physical presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always, I honestly, a lot of times I always say that I feel like it was the onslaught of the more, uh, the, the cheaper, uh, special effects that kind of started to send Power Rangers into this weird realm of being like, oh, it's not the same when it's, it's not physically there. Like, and when the Power Rangers Mm -hmm. can do too many things that, like, there was something beautiful in the practicality of it all. But when the Megazord morphs, it's like really there. I mean, obviously the Ranger key growing and being the head of it is, is a little bizarre, but they did that in like Dino Charger, the giant chargers. 
So when he when that Zord is morphing, like it looks, there's something riding it that is not Zato. Like it's another it's figure, which right. So like, is that just a sentient thing aside from the Zord? I think it's just something that isn't that we just gloss over because I don't know that it translates. <laughs> um, the it, it it it's just like in Dino Dino Charge with the Chargers growing large and being thrown in. I think that's kind of the same idea where it's the key. The key is like how. The other key powers those things, those minions. I think this is essentially like a different type of a minion. And so he's just like kind of working for them. Um, so it's okay. it's just one of those things where he's just throwing the thing up there to fight for him. So uh, and then he teleports into the cockpit, which I actually thought looked great. I wasn't I didn't think I was going to like the cockpit because I don't like when they're just standing on a platform and not like sitting behind a control panel. But I was like, I actually kind of well, really just like reminded me of the Tiger Zord. Tiger like, because the sword was there, like, yeah, what? when Tommy would get in the tiger's sword, like, he would do, like, the physical oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 I forgot about that. And, like, um, Saba would be in the control thing, so that's what it reminded me of, because the swords are right next to him. I thought the 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 battle version of this Zord, the T-Rex champion Zord, was great. Like, when it runs down the street and jumps over the bridge, I was like, my mm-hmm. God, all these sets look so good. And this low camera angle is great, but also, I haven't seen a Megazord move like this, <laughs> like, since, right. like, Ninja well, Storm, this, when they had that, like, This gets Titan into one. the, like, the, the Hasbro things where they keep focusing on the, the Zord construction and, like, how... There's like ratchet joints and so much like articulation with it. Like they're clearly getting the transformer stuff into it, but there's a definite reason why they probably wanted to go that route because these Zords move so, so much and it's kind of amazing. Like the physicality of it. Yeah. And, and I have to say like the camera work and everything in this scene, like it, it looks, it looks so good. It looks really, really good. And I, I, you know, I, Maybe it's because the last the the adaptation of Beast Morphers was obviously like five or six years old by the time we got it, maybe even seven years old. This is only two years old, so it's it's the first time in a while in years we're seeing a modern uh, incarnation of of mm-hmm. of adaptation of the Sentai. But like this shot after he defeats the Sporex, it is so cool because it's like I can see every one of the cars on the road. And they legit look like cars. They don't look like fake little cars. They're like actual cars. And I love that. Also, I love that the Sporex dissolves back into the mush. And Zato is like, you can't destroy mm-hmm. it. You And I was like, oh, so what are they going to do? Like, And then his, him saying that when they defeat it, essentially it becomes even more powerful. So it's just basically like it's absorbing right. all that power. And then Void Knight shows up and he takes it. So it's like... Um, for what purpose we don't know obviously um but i thought that was cool i also sell toys of those as just little stress balls they look like little gooey stress balls it looks like the clear gack that used to have like the stuff in it Mm -hmm. that's that's like i i would i would be like i want to hold that so much um the the so they teleport back in the command center what i really enjoy whatever it's called the base i'm sorry but the um i really like how this episode wraps up because it was like the it was the typical like ranger needs to learn teamwork storyline but it was done in a not beat you over the head way and it wasn't made such a big Mm -hmm. deal it was just like ollie was like i'm sorry i messed up and they're like it's all good don't worry about it 
we know you we'll do better next time. so it was one of those where it was like it was very real life in that aspect where they were like we're mm-hmm. not gonna guilt you well, we're not gonna lecture you that's in my notes too like yeah it doesn't do them any good to kind of like begrudge this this individual but also like it seems like a very grounded realistic thing where yes they mm-hmm. won the battle but they ultimately lost like they lost the thing that they were trying to do yeah that I was interesting too like so early on in a power ranger season to have them be like look it's not all going to work for us yeah right and away right out of the gate being like we already messed up again you know strike so two. for <laughs> a children's show i think like that's a fantastic lesson also like aside from the yes the blue ranger learns his lesson but i think as a a learning or a teaching tool the idea it's like hey things aren't always gonna work out like and it's okay like you just have to move on from it so i just realized something i think that this no i think this might be one of those seasons where the power rangers are going to be in the same clothes every episode Oh, because I just I just realized that Amelia and uh, Ollie, I think, are wearing the exact same clothes they were wearing in the first episode. I mean, obviously, Zato is. Well, because I, I also I want to say I do enjoy day. Zato's outfit. Oh, part of it's oh. the same day. Oh, OK, then. Oh, you're, you're right. And actually, in the opening, they're wearing different clothes. OK, because the mom goes with the, the park ranger in the first episode. Oh, and then they, that's why they find the her and see her later. I thought they were just, they were just, they were in it together. They're dirty. That's what I thought they were doing. I don't know. Um, Okay. I don't think I realized this was all supposed to be one day. They should have made this a two episode premiere then. That's too bad. Um, Also, because I I have to say on that note too, I thought it was great that the Red Ranger was at Buzz Blast in the end, giving the thing being like, if you see this, there's a hotline set up. We can do. And I was like, yeah, why have they never (laughs) done something like this before? It's uh, it, it's like if you've played Miles yes, Morales, the, the Spider-Man inc- game, he has an app that people can call in to tell them about issues. And I was like, oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Well, it's that's what I was talking about before, where like they've integrated technology so well into this and the social media stuff that you were talking about. Like they don't have a, a viewing globe, right, to know where to the monster is attacking. They yeah. someone at BuzzBlast like brought up on their phone. They're like, hey, check this out. And this is streaming everywhere. This is a problem. That's, so the Rangers go and yeah. then to have the power Rangers actually like engaging with it to be like, Hey, cause you know what? Like different people are doing that all the time now. Like if you lose a pet or something like that, like they're engaging social media or like, you know, uh, emergency services are using social media and everything. So it's, it would make sense that the power Rangers would try to engage like that. It does also, It's what's great too is it does feel very like in the moment. You're right. Like it, that's Amelia. It's she, that's the end. She's the ear to the ground sort of mm-hmm. a thing. But also um, I want to talk about the end scene here, which is where Void Knight is taking Mucus into, uh, what does he call it? Um, Area 62 or something like that or 66? Yeah, 62 because um, it was like 11 more than Area 51. Yes. Okay. And I was like, okay, this is their base. Um, I, uh, the first thing I noticed was there's a chair in it. So I was like, uh, but then I was like, oh, he's been here for a a while. It's a chair made of junk. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I actually think this base looks really cool. I, I, in the first photo where I was like, is that a jukebox behind them? And now knowing it's not a jukebox, it was actually 
it's a machine that's going to collect the Sporex for him. But what's cool is I love that he has built a base inside of a human abandoned thing. And also, this is the first like time I feel like, yeah, but he does. He's not a Rita, a Zed, a Sledge. A, uh, uh, oh, Sledge was different because Sledge mm-hmm. was like a, but his Sledge had his like posse and stuff like that. But he's he's not. He's he's like just this one guy out to do this one thing. And now he's kind yeah. of collecting this stuff along the way. And I was like, this is kind of interesting because he's not the typical, like that's the big main bad guy that defeated. Also, he's like, yes, he kind of is the reason why the Rangers are formed, but it's not directly. It's not like, Oh, this big bad was awakened. And so now we need the power Rangers. It was just like, they were in the right place at the right time because this guy, you know, was, mm. was like, doing some bad stuff and like so i don't know i like i feel like that angle on it looks really cool the set though for his his lair reminds me so much of like saturday morning stuff from the the 90s and early 2000s to the point where i'm just like i mm. want to go here and live in it and the mystery too where he's like be some place you could visit at like theme park well i love like, yeah it, it, this definitely looks like like a really super intense six flags or something. But I, I love um, the, the hint of the mystery too, where he's like, I need more Sporex for the power. And then my plan will be able to start. And you're like, Oh, what's he up to? We don't even know yet. And the, the Rangers don't know either. And that's usually like, usually they know what's going on. Or usually they know like in beast morphers, it was just all he's trying to get all the beast. Act. And th- this is a similar, like he's trying to do this, but they, they knew why. <laughs> Jeez, sorry. They knew why in Beast Morphers, um, why he was trying to get all the the Morphex to get to to become, you know, to enter the Morphin Grid, to become, you know, this powerful being. We don't know what this guy's up to. And I love that. I love that mystery. But it's it's like what you said last week when it ended, you're like, it's over. You're like, I need more. It almost he reminds me of like a Skeletor a little bit, just in terms of like he starts from the bottom. Almost in his base, I think, leads you to that. Like, it's it's not this very luxurious, like, base on a moon or yeah. anything like that. It's not very regal. It's, like, built of trash, right? So he's been on this planet for years and years for, and years. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. And just, like, scrounging stuff together. And finally, he's getting his, like, wheels moving to get this stuff done. And I feel like that's how Skeletor kind of started because like he was essentially, you know, cast aside and he essentially is like very lowly and then starts to rise back up into power as he gets his acolytes. Right. So Mm -hmm. I'm just hoping he's more interesting character than like Skeletor is just like, I'm evil. Um, Well, that's what I, that's what's interesting. And I know, I know they had said that Simon Bennett, who is the executive producer has said that he, um, that that there would be interweaving storylines, including for the villains. And I was like, ooh, so that that that's cool to me. I have to say my only one knock that I am not necessarily sold on yet is that um, the ADR work seemed a little flat to me in terms of it being like, okay. but maybe we've just seen it so over the top for so long that now that they they're like, they're a little more restrained when they're morphed in their voices. Maybe there's, maybe that's mm-hmm. what's going on. It just feels different. I'm not going to say I don't like it because I'm like, I, I, it's hard when everything has been so similar for so long. Like, honestly, 
I think so many of those Neo Saban eras are just trying to do the exact same thing over and over and over and over again that mm-hmm. it, it's not, it's a little jarring now when normally we'd be used to this back in the day where every season you'd be like, oh, this is an entirely new TV show that is nothing like the last thing I watched of it. So now we finally kind of have something think- that's in that route that's I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> Do you think the ADR, like the them kind of talking more flatly is because in this world Power Rangers exist and they're just like, why do they always yell at each other when they're in their suits? Like we can hear them. Yeah. Like grunt and stuff. I was wondering if it had something to do with production related to COVID, if the ADR didn't allow as much time or if it's just one of those things or they're just trying something different. I, I think it's really honestly, they're just trying something different. I'll be really interested to see how the other two Rangers are going to work into this mix, too. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious. Oh. I, I feel like I'm already invested in this, uh, whether it's the kind of just the overall aesthetic or how humorous it seems, but also the action is very very good so far like even the unmorphed action i thought was really great in the first episode uh yeah lots of like honestly yeah a lot of american footage in there the first episode i think is almost entirely all american footage if not entirely one thing i was gonna say is the zato costume uh because they're like we need to get you new clothes but like his costume he's wearing throughout most of the thing looks like the unmorphed z ranger costumes which I was like, I wonder oh. if that is also another reference to that. Like his like collar thing and his shoulder pad things. Like yeah, it looks yeah, very yeah. close to that. Oh yeah. That would that would that's interesting. That's um I, I'm I'm loving that little I'm loving that this is the second episode and we already got a nice nod and it wasn't just such a toss away like garbage, oh Zordon, blah blah blah. I'm <laughs> I'm wondering how many more we'll get and but I like I I like how balanced it feels. Like you already said, like there's humor. I like how it is taking itself seriously, but not in the point where it's so dark and over overly serious. You know, it's it's basically being mm-hmm. like, okay, well, let's let's tell this story. This is what it's going to be. We've got a little bit of a mystery and a treasure hunt sort of a scenario, and it's just like, what's regular? You know, what's life like, and how can we basically be like, how ridiculous is this situation that we're currently in? And we'll make jokes about it because that's the that's the reality of it. So I feel like it's good where it's like, it's not insulting to what they're making. It's not like I was about to be like, it's not fart jokes, but there was a fart joke, but it was a better fart joke than the ones we've gotten in the past. Was it the, the power up thing? Yeah. Okay. It was essentially okay. a fart joke. I didn't even pick up on that as like a fart joke. So I guess that's well, they, how they even made a joke. A joke. Well, he was like, just like when they smells. looked at each other and like, did he say no? When he said stink power and they both looked at each other and went, did he just say stink power? And then he does yeah. it. And then they're like, Oh God. Like, and I was like, yeah, but that could be like a skunk so thing. Stupid. I think it was stupid, but I think they worked it in very well. I, I mean, I'm, I'm on board. Like I am more on board with this than I have been f- with in a long time. I feel like, I don't know. I, I'm a I big fan like of beast morphers, morphers after watching it in a total, but Yeah. But there was a lead up to that. Like, I think we kind of like it grew on us as we were watching it more. Whereas this, I like I'm hooked. Yeah. In a way that I haven't been in a while. Yeah. I, I, I said that like there, there's clearly a very, there, it feels like there's a very direct purpose in this and that could always, that could fizzle out. You know, it's, it's, it's happened before shows have started. It's been the first two episodes and then it falls apart and then it's just the last two episodes, you know? And that's, so I, I'm, I'm hopeful that we get this continuing storyline. 
I like the production design of it all. I like the camera choreography. I feel like uh, and stuff like that is after the music is on fire. I feel like I, I really, really enjoy that. I feel like it is really adding a really fresh element to it. That is honestly, this is the first time in years mm-hmm. where I have really been like, Oh, I'm very much noticing the music right now. And it's just not noise in the background sometimes, not to be insulting of other people's things, but right. Um, so I, uh, I'm, I'm in. I'm I'm very excited for this. And I'm hoping it's not just like I know it's going to be episodes between like now and October or November. So I hope it's not one of those things on Nick where we're going to get four episodes and it's going to be like seven months with nothing. That's the hard part with Nickelodeon. I feel like they have these long drawn out. I mean, it could be things in the middle, but. I just, I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm feeling going to start, I'm going to be looking for the communicator if they ever make that. I know they won't, but I'll be looking for some prop makers to make it. So hopefully I got a blue helmet that is on its way in the mail right now as of today, supposedly. So hopefully that gets here. Oh, really? At some point. I, I was shown a, I was shown the mail thing. So I don't know if that'll happen, but we'll, we'll see. So I, it's I'm just going to be a miniature that. size helmet that gets to you. I, I would not be surprised, honestly. I, I'm not even hopeful this helmet's going to fit on my head. So um, I'm hoping <laughs> I, I need Hasbro to make a Salon uh, Lightning Collection figure. I want Lightning Collection figures of these Rangers, like, right away. I wish they had said that before. Right? Yeah. Uh, I was hoping that was going to be And I don't think the they're in the thing. next wave. If, I don't if think anything, if this, if this season goes off the rails and just becomes, like, garbage, fine. Whatever. The aesthetics are still what they are. And I am a fan of just how everything looks. I even I want the basic line figures, like just so I can have them immediately because those look good. Like the red and the 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 blue, I think are out. Is the pink one out? Yeah, they're all out. I saw I saw a photo of them today that somebody has seen them all out now. So I have not seen them in a store or online. Someone had the link online on Amazon, but they're gone. Like you can't purchase it anymore. Um, I've seen the Morpher. I've seen the Morpher in the store. I did see the, sure. the Morpher in a store, uh, but I I would like just the Rangers. I definitely want to get the Black Ranger toy whenever they decide to make it because his design, for some reason, like I hope he's not a garbage character, but I just really like the aesthetic of that Black Ranger suit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I honestly, I'm actually, I wouldn't be surprised if there are no lightning collection figures related to this series until next year, because my guess is maybe they're thinking like, okay, well, we released like Beast Morphers for the first year of Beast Morphers, and they're like, we need the collectors to be buying the main line first, and then we'll we'll bring in that mm-hmm. that next line or something. Maybe, well, and they haven't maybe, even I don't know. finished Beast Morphers yet, so... I don't think they're, I don't know that we will. We we will eventually, I think, obviously. We, we only have so many, you know, someday we'll get it. But It's like two left. They don't like to make the female figures as much as they like the, all the other ones, I guess. But um, yeah, so mm. that's it. I'm, I am very excited. I'm looking forward to it. I know you've enjoyed it too. Do you have anything else to add? I recommend people watch it. Uh, it's one of those things where previously i would be like well maybe hold off or you know if it seems like what we've talked about has been interesting i think maybe make your own decision based on this like we are very very positive on it but i i would highly recommend people watch these two episodes uh just because it's a lot of fun and it's visually interesting i i cannot recommend it enough 
Yes, absolutely. I think even if you haven't watched any of this series in the last like ten years or so, it's still worth a still worth a watch. Even if you haven't watched it in like fifteen or twenty years, I said put it on, give it a try. And I think it's I think it's just it's fun. And I, I'm really enjoying it. Excited to see where it goes. That is going to do it. If you watched Beast Morphers, Beast Morphers, if you watched any Power Rangers, we'd love to know. But uh, if you did watch Dino Fury and you loved it or hated it, I want to hear, we want to hear why, you know, you loved it or hated it. So feel free to send an email to podcastrangers at gmail.com or you can get in touch with us on the Twitter at podcastrangers. And uh, that is going to do it for this episode. But we will be back with another episode soon. So... I don't have a good way to end this. I'm just going to say thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Podcast Rangers, a Power Rangers podcast. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. Thanks.